Horse Consultant Show. I'm here with a very special guest, Amy. Amy is going to be sharing some really awesome tips about how to protect your business legally. And Amy is a lawyer who helps protect creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, coaches, and consultants, just like many of you who are listening to this episode or watching the YouTube video today. And Amy protects people through taking the guests work out of all the legal side of your creative business, especially so that you can get paid and keep the money that you work so hard to earn. So I'm very excited to have you on today's show, Amy. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm yeah. very excited about this. <laughs> me too. So tell me a little bit more about your business, especially how you got started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I uh, went to law school after college because I didn't, I didn't really know what else to do. Um, and I went the traditional route, worked at a law firm, you know, did what the other lawyers were telling me to do. And I did work with small businesses there, brick and mortar businesses. And I realized that that wasn't really like the traditional law firm model wasn't really serving everyone. It wasn't serving this new generation of online entrepreneurs and Uh, there was this big gap in representation of people who couldn't afford the $300 an hour fees yet, but still knew that they needed some kind of protection. And so I wanted to basically serve all those people who were not coming into the law firm because I saw that the clients that did come in were waiting years. You know, they were five years down the line and they had just spent all this time getting started with just open to risks and not even like thinking about the legal stuff or or feeling like they couldn't do anything about it. And so I wanted to address that. So I decided to start this business and I quit my job and I just went in all in on it. And I, so now basically I provide legal education and templates so that basically to empower people to take charge of their own uh, legal protection in their businesses until they get to that point of being able to hire a lawyer. Absolutely. And I know that finding protection for a business is a big concern for course creators and service-based business owners, especially when there's so much time and energy that we put into our work that we are trying to make sure that can make an impact in our customers' lives. And it's really scary these days how quickly sometimes things can get out of hand. You know, services might have some mix-ups between the customer and the client and you. And, you know, it, it can be a little bit scary, especially for maybe small business owners who, like you said, can't really actually afford hiring out a full-time or even contract-based lawyer. So um, now I do want to make a quick disclaimer. I know that you are talking about legal things. So just quick disclaimer for anyone listening to this recording. Um, None of this is legal advice. Uh, This is just purely educational. If you'd like to review some more information about what we're talking about today and what Amy has to offer, I will be sharing some free resources that you can check out, which I'm super excited about but just want to make sure that I just say that so that you are all aware this is not actually a client relationship by this podcast and YouTube video. Um, But let's move on to some cool questions today. So you talked about there was this big gap in the marketplace. Amy, you saw that these creative entrepreneurs who are listening are looking for ways to protect their business. So 
if somebody has a website and they're actually actively providing some sort of service, I know many of my um, listeners do either provide a service only and looking to transition into courses or they have courses as well as services. So how can a business protect their business from legal fines and fees? Yeah, so it's kind of a huge question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tackle it as much as I can. Um, But the first thing that I always tell um, business owners is to get an LLC because that separates your personal assets from your business assets. So it creates this like legal wall in between you as a person and your business as a, a legal person, right? And so that's, that protects everything that you own outside of the business, like your house, your car, your savings accounts, retirement accounts, any of that. Anything that goes wrong in the business can't touch any of that. So that's the first step. And some people put it off, um, but I just still say to do it first, even if you're small, because something that goes wrong on day one, someone can sue you for that two day, two years down the line. And by then you've built up assets that you actually want to protect. But if you have an LLC then, but you didn't on day one and the mistake is on day one, then all of that stuff is still at risk. So first step, get an LLC. <laughs> Second step is for every aspect that you just mentioned, you know, the courses, the services, all and your website, make sure that you have contracts in place for all of that. So legal agreements between you and everyone you're working with. So there are different relationships that you're talking about. There's the student relationship, there's the website visitor relationship, the client relationships. You want to make sure that you have contracts for each of those things. And those are going to look different because the relationships are different. So it might be a one-on-one client services agreement. And then you also need terms and conditions on your website for that website visitor relationship and terms of purchase for your course relationship. So just making sure that you have, and basically what those agreements are is the rules for how to work with you. So you get to make the rules as the business owner. And so your contracts outline exactly what all those are. So what they can do with your content, um, how they, how they interact with you, what services you're providing, what your refund policy is, when they have to pay you all of that important stuff, you can outline it all in your contracts. So looking at each relationship that you have, each type of relationship with people in your business and having all of that in writing is probably the next most important thing. I love it. Yeah. I really want to point out something you said, which was um, just providing the rules of the relationship, regardless of where you are, whether you're a client, whether you're a website visitor, whether you're a student. And I feel like I always like to kind of think about my business as a little shop, but a digital storefront. My website is my digital storefront. People come in and they get to see things. And there are rules that I am abiding by as the website owner. And also there are rules that this other person needs to be aware of as well. So what I like to do is obviously have these privacy policies and all these disclaimers, but also just think about it like this. You know, if For those of people who are listening, if you had a house and you were inviting somebody to your house and you didn't provide any rules, like let's say that people would just be eating out of the fridge or just leaving their messy clothes everywhere and 
all of a sudden, all the work that you tried to clean the house, make it look presentable, it makes it not fun for the other people who come in. And likewise, it can frustrate you. It might even frustrate the other person because they didn't really know that you had all these rules. And so I've seen, you know, more and more recently about things coming up, you know, there, there was actually, I, I talked with somebody else about this large course creators even saying, oh, somebody ripped off my digital product. Or, you know, I've heard of other course creators say, oh, they were reselling my product. Or they maybe, um, they um, there's a chargeback on, you know, this payment from a, a client that I actually did services for, or they're not paying me. Or, you know, what are the ramifications that we've set out for things that don't always end in the best situation. And those things, while scary, it's important to think about things proactively. And that's why I love the resources and templates that you have in your shop. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about um, keeping things protected as a business owner when it comes to courses? Because yes, I do talk with a lot of service providers, but one a uh, couple of questions came up from some of my members. And one of them was, how do I you know, protect my business legally? Um, like, for a, like against liability issues. Um, one of my students is a martial arts business owner. And so he has a physical location and he has the branch of online courses as well. So how would you approach that? Obviously, again, not legal advice, but you know, from the instance of templates and situations that you've seen in the past. Yeah, so I love what you said about being proactive because that's exactly what a lot of this stuff is. Like you don't necessarily want to think about things going wrong, but the more you plan for it, the better you're able to handle it when it does come up and it becomes you're basically managing your risk. If when you go into business, there's going to be risks and especially when you grow, you know, the more people that you serve, the more risky it is and when you take care of the stuff at the beginning, then you're managing that from the beginning and it's the risks are much smaller. Uh, so for protecting an online course, the first thing is going to be having your terms and conditions and your terms of purchase in place for that course. So the rules for the relationship between you and your course student. And for something like martial arts, what's going to be really important is a disclaimer. So you want to make sure that your students know that you're not responsible for anything that might happen because they followed your instructions or they failed to follow your instructions in the right way. So a disclaimer is basically a statement that says, you know, this is the information that I provide. This is the way that I intend for you to use it. And I'm not responsible if you use it in a different way or if something bad happens because I gave you this information. And so that's really important when it comes to health advice or um, physical activity like martial arts and any, anything that people can basically use and accidentally hurt themselves <laughs> because they're using it the wrong way. So for me, that comes up because, you know, I can tell people manage your legal situation in this way, but I don't know the details of their situation. So it might end up not working out right. And so that's the kind of thing where you need a disclaimer. Um, so have your terms of purchase in place and your disclaimers. Um, those are the main things. And then as far as copying and protecting your branding and your content and all that, again, it's about being proactive. So if you see someone else copying something, you want to call it out. Like not, not in a cringy social media post kind of way. Like don't just complain about it on Facebook. Not like that, but like message the person and say, Hey, I noticed that you are doing this thing. Please stop. 
Uh, and you can do that with a formal demand letter as well. Like you can escalate the process. So you reach out and say, please stop doing this. And if that doesn't work, you send them a formal letter and then you can hire an attorney to send them a formal letter because it looks scarier on legal, head, legal letterhead and people respond better to that. Um, so just, I don't wanna say policing, but like being actively aware of what's going on in your community and making sure that you are standing your ground and protecting yourself, like paying attention to how it's being used and saying something when it's not being used appropriately. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. And I think, you know, it is scary, especially for business owners to think about situations like that. But like you said, you know, as long as you are being proactive, kind of like being mindful of what you're putting out there and the fact that, you know, unfortunately, there are people who have situations that come up like this. So we just need to be thankful, uh, sorry, thoughtful about the way that we communicate and um, provide a service or, or course. So um, just pivoting a little bit to service-based business owners, because I know that uh, particularly a lot of my clients and customers are service-based business owners. They have a service um, and they're looking to continue to support students and or clients and maybe have a few courses or pivot into the course creation um, more at a larger scale. So if uh, I have a student who has some clients that are overseas. Um, this client is, you know, I know that there's different rules and legal laws, but if if there was a client who had a payment for a service rendered and that payment was provided via PayPal, I know PayPal has its own uh, great things about it and some not so great things and chargebacks mm -hmm. also apply to course creators as well. So how would you handle chargebacks and how could you protect yourselves against chargebacks? Would you recommend moving to a different payment processor to prevent something like that? How would you go about solving issues with chargebacks? Yeah, so PayPal in particular is tough. Um, I've heard so many horror stories about it. So I, I, if, if you're using PayPal for your client services, definitely look into something else um, because they are they are very customer centric. So they will decide in the customer or the client's favor very quickly, especially if you don't respond, they're, they're going to just go with whatever the customer says. Um, and you can, you can um, dispute that. So you can file a claim and this is where those contracts are so important. So you need to have a clear policy regarding your refunds that you can highlight and point to in that claims process. So you file a claim. If the customer files a chargeback, you file a claim and you have to submit proof that you gave them the thing that they purchased and that they agreed to this no refunds policy or they're outside of the refunds window or whatever it is. And if you submit that proof, then theoretically they should side with you. I, I don't know about their decision-making process. It's probably a little bit flawed, but that's what you can do. You have to have those terms in place, make sure that you have proof that the client agreed to it, um, which can be tough with online courses. So you have to make sure that you have a checkbox with your terms and conditions on your checkout page so that you can actually, so you have some sort of proof that they agreed to that no refunds policy, because if it's just on your sales page, there's no evidence that they actually saw it or knew that they were agreeing to it. So you have to make it kind of obvious and have that affirmative action of checking the box that the client has to take or the customer has to take before um, 
actually completing the purchase. So basically what you can do is just have it, have your rules down in writing so that you can submit them as proof. And then hopefully that will trigger PayPal or your payment processor to side with you in that claims process. Raise your hand if you've ever been confused drafting a contract or trying to read legal policies on your website. My hand is raised too. I know it can be so frustrating to try and figure out all the legal side of your business, especially if you know you want to make sure you're protected, but you're not exactly sure where to start. The good news is that my friend Amy created a system to solve this entire problem. It's a simple step-by-step training showing you exactly what you need to get the legal side of your business in order. And on October 14th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, she's sharing her entire system live for free. So you can join us now by grabbing the link in the show's description, entering in your details so that you can RSVP. And you'll be able to learn how to confidently protect your business while you grow one step at a time. I can't wait to see you there. Now, let's head back to the show. Yes, and it's uh, very scary, though, for especially service-based business owners, especially if that payment is quite large and, you know, maybe the service business owner doesn't have the assets to cover that chargeback because, you know, I've definitely seen, you know, uh, as a course creator, I've seen a chargeback and I definitely, you know, it was a small, luckily it was a small fee, but, you know, for a service-based business owner, if you're working in the hundreds or thousands of dollars, that is very, very, you know, intimidating to think that that could be possibly taken back um, when a service has been rendered and PayPal decides in the customer's favor for God knows for whatever reason. Um, So those contracts, as you said, very important to set up. Talk to me a little bit more about your systems, because I know, obviously, you're a business owner yourself. Uh, You know, do you have recommendations for ways that people can set up their contracts so it's less manual? Because I know I've done the manual route with contracts before. I've also had an automated CRM system do it for me. So I'm always curious to know what systems people are using to make their lives less headache for themselves and also for their clients to kind of make sure that their protection is there without pulling your hair out. Yes, definitely. I am a huge fan of systems. Anything that saves me time and repetitive effort, I'm all about it. So uh, for my client work, I do, I use Dubsado. So that's a CRM and I can, I have templates saved for my contracts and I just assign the template to the right project. Um, So generally speaking, definitely do that because, so what you can do is get the general template for your type of service, you know, copywriting or uh, consulting or coaching or anything like that, and then customize it to your packages. So you can save, you know, various templates based on, okay, this is my VIP day package. This is my signature program package. And you customize the template to each of those packages. And then you can save each of those in your CRM. And all you have to do is add the name and the business details and send it out. And I am a big fan of that. You just have to make sure that if there are any details that change that you actually remember to change them before you send it out. Yes. Yeah. And then having those, you know, form fields and doing all the tech work set up can be a little bit of a process, but, um, you know, I personally use HoneyBook 
And I really like the template system that I work through. I've seen people use Dubsado as well, and they really just love it as well. So you just had, kind of have to find something that works best for you, whatever you are, especially if you know, you're know you a new service-based business owner or you're starting a new package, You know, setting things up is always really, really important. That way, you know, all the upfront work is done. You just customize a couple of things and then send it off, saving you time, headache, and getting more people signed. Mm-hmm. So um, tell me a little bit more about what you're doing now. You have a business where you help people with contracts and templates. And talk to me a little bit more about that inception of helping people um, with those templates. So you started your template shop. Um, what kind of templates do you sell right now? Yeah, so I have a lot of templates. <laughs> um, I actually started with the wedding industry in mind because um, I knew that that was, you know, it's a big industry. There, there were people who were doing that a lot. And I thought that that was a good place to start. But as I got, as I built my shop out and I got more into the online world, I realized there's so much more than that. And I like relate a lot more to online service providers um, than wedding industry professionals because I don't, I don't know that much about them. So um, I really enjoy working with online business owners because it's that like you're building that dream, right? We have, you know, location freedom and time freedom and all those freedoms that we're looking for. Um, anyways, that's not really an answer to your question, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like funny. the inception of it. Um, right. So I have the basic service provider, you know, general template. I have coaching, consulting, copywriting, um, online business management. And so those are all like service templates. And then I also have all the website policies, your terms and conditions, your course terms of purchase, privacy policy, disclaimers, um, and like random things like a speaker agreement or a testimonial release. And so all of that is in my template shop. And then I also, I did, so I started with that. And then I realized like people had a lot of questions <laughs> and there's more than just contracts when it comes to online business. There's also forming your LLC and how to use the contracts so that they actually um, work the best for you, how to manage your client relationships with integrating that with your contracts and then all the other stuff that we do online, like protecting your content and um, branding and growing and all of that. And so that's what inspired me to actually create courses as well. So I have like a website policy, um, website protection workshop. And so that walks through those policies, but also, you know, what else are you, do you need to worry about with regards to your website? And I have my signature course, which walks you through forming the LLC, working with clients and expanding your reach with branding and protecting your content and all the things like that. Ooh, wow. I'm just, <laughs> just thinking about all those templates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that that's really great. And I, what I really love, Amy, is the fact that you saw that there was a need, you started seeing people ask questions and you created the content and it just kind of, you know, there's this momentum that happens as a course creator because you're starting to see things kind of come up from the products that people have actually purchased. And then you're saying, hey, there's this new product that goes over your, your questions. Do you want it? Yes or no? Here it is. So um, what's great about that is that you saw 
everything from your own market research, from your own experiences. And I think so many times we we don't really think about the market research part, at least especially maybe new course creators, because they're always thinking, well, you know, I think that people want this and they end up just not wanting it. And you know that people want it because people ask. So great. So I know that you have a couple of different online communities. I was checking out your Instagram recently, loving your reel. So where can people go and find more about your online shop? Where can people find out more about you? And then I'm going to talk about something really cool that we're doing later on in October. So tell me, how can people find out about you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Artful Contracts. I also have a YouTube channel, baby YouTube channel working on, um, which you can search Artful Contracts there as well. Artful Contracts is my business name. That's like all my handles. Um, and my template shop is artfulcontracts.com. Fabulous. Yes. And I will make sure to uh, put this video up on my quote baby YouTube channel as well. We can grow together. And um, for those of you who are watching this video on YouTube or listening to the podcast, Amy and I have come together to talk a little bit more about this, specifically when it comes to protecting your online business as you can keep more money that you make. And there's actually going to be a free masterclass that's happening on Thursday, October 14th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm super excited about this. We've got so much great information to share. Amy is phenomenal. You do not want to miss this. If you can come live, that would be fabulous. But there's going to be some super cool stuff that are that's happening. Um, I'm also going to be having some special workshops to talk about CRMs in October. So I'll drop some great tips and feedback on how you can make sure that you can get started automating all of that tech behind your service business owner so you can get paid and feel free to deliver a phenomenal service because so many of you out there do. So uh, that's it for today's training. Thank you all for joining me on today's podcast episode. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast episode. If you like this training and you're thinking, hey, I really want to learn more about how to create an online course and serve more customers so I can scale up from one to one, make sure that you join in the business of courses. A membership is only $12 a month and you get to join me with cool, awesome course creators just like Amy for our monthly chit chats, our weekly calls, and some amazing online courses to help you get started and scale your business. Thanks so much for joining me on today's session, Amy. It's been truly a pleasure. I can't wait for this upcoming masterclass. I know it's going to be truly phenomenal. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. <laughs> yes, thank you.